0: Well, we are at Genesis chapter, uh, let's see, Genesis chapter 22. Really, really wonderful, powerful passage in the scriptures. And this morning I have a guest with me. This is Ed Blackwood uh, by way of Indiana and Australia and Pittsburgh. Uh, So, uh, Ed, welcome to Coffee and Devotions. Thank you. So, Ed asked me, what are we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, why don't we... Have some. Well, Ed forgot his coffee, so I'm not going to drink my coffee, because that would be inhospitable. But why don't we pray, and then we'll get into the Lord's Word. Father, thank you so much for waking us up this morning. Thank you for giving us another day. Your mercies are new every morning. Your compassions do not fail. Lord, we pray now as we come to your Word that your Spirit would help us, that we would understand it, that it might... Be written upon our hearts and that you might teach us to live with hope because of who you are and what you have done please lord help us this morning in Jesus' name amen amen all right <coughs> so we're at genesis 22 so i don't know how to split this up well why don't ed uh you want to read let's see there's 24 verses you want to read the first 12 and i'll read the second 12
1: all right <clears throat> Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. <clears throat> so Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God had told him, of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off, and Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, the lad, and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, and took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Look, the lamb, look the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. Then he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me.
0: Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, and behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, And as it is to this day. In the mountain of the Lord it shall be provided. Then an angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and, not, and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessings I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies, in your seed all nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Now it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Indeed, Milcah has borne children to your brother Nahor, Huz the firstborn, Buz his brother, uh, Kimuel, his fa- the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel, and Bethuel begot Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's son- brother. His concubine, whose name was Ruma, also bore Tiba, Gahan, Tahash, ta- and Makah, uh, well, those last ones really got you there. <laughs> got you? No, got, not got you. I got me. <laughs> well, we need to ask ourselves: A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do in in the midst of this? Right. So, uh, how would you summarize? It's really two sections, right? Twenty through twenty-four is its own section. How would you summarize? I think the bulk of this is going to be twenty through uh, nineteen. How would you summarize that section?
1: Well, it's obviously uh, pointing us to a, a future uh, provision of a sacrifice. Uh, we, we find in other places in the Bible that it's referenced. Um, it's a hard text in some ways. Why would why would God ask Abraham to sacrifice his son? Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it clear that that was sort of the pattern of the nations and. Mm-hmm. Not to be the pattern of his people, and yet this was a clear command of God, and God knew the out- what the outcome would be. Um, I'm impressed with the certain the the the, the quickness with which Abraham obeyed. Mm. He didn't wait. Um, the the New Testament tells us that he believed that God would raise Isaac back from the dead, um, which of course points to another who was raised from the dead. Yeah. Um, but I think this the name of the place the Lord will provide hmm. would probably be a summary sentence or a summary phrase if you wanted to uh that the Lord provides an offering that's necessary, and we can't
0: okay so in your Bible you might underline uh <clears throat> verse fourteen as as a summary
1: I think it I think it really fits as a summary um of the whole text
0: okay yeah uh yeah, I I love this, right? Different people find different verses that they think speak to the heart of this. So that's not underlined in my Bible at all. Uh, but I have verse two, and then uh, as well as sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen underlined mm. in my Bible. But I'm known for underlining a lot. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, so uh, Abraham is commanded to offer up Isaac. This is the pattern of the nation. I love. Uh, so Ed works at the seminary in what he likes to call admissions, um, and. I love how Dr. Williams talks about, you know, the story of Genesis is, it's it's fast, 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 fast. But then you get to this point, and God says, offer up your son, your only son. And this is a son that has been dragging out for chapters, waiting for the sun to finally appear. And now this story slows down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They go up the mountain, and they take the wood. And he lifts up his hand. The story slows down to every little detail mm. to emphasize the amount of tension in the story. Um, <clears throat> and it, it uses the term multiple times. Uh, the Septuagint translates, you know, his only son. The Septuagint translates that monogamous. Uh, it's the same one for only Jesus. Begotten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's another professor of mine was uh, pointing out um, it's as if the Lord when he provided that ram in the thicket if there was a council in heaven the father would have looked to his son and said not today but someday we'll be back on a mountain and we'll provide the sacrifice. <clears throat> it's a uh, it's a, a very messianic passage, uh, and it's one that James picks up on that he doesn't have a dead faith, he actually believes in mm. God, willing enough to take his own son mm. uh, to be a sacrifice. Um, Kierkegaard talks about this passage and calls it the absurd, <laughs> mm. um, but the Lord does these things yeah.
1: well. I- and again, I say it's a hard passage because it wasn't the pattern of what God wanted from his people. Mm. And yet it was so much pointing to the, what Christ would do, mm. um, in which God would not withhold his hand mm. from taking the life of his son. Mm. Obviously, he did it at the hands of wicked men, but he sacrificed his son. Yeah. He He did more than he required of Abraham, though Abraham was willing and ready. Yeah. and and had not had he not been stopped with his downward plunge of his hand, mm-hmm. would have sacrificed his son, but God did sacrifice his son in a way that's beyond comprehension really
0: yeah yeah i i love the idea that you know as Isaac is going up dad i I see the wood, <laughs> but where's the sacri- where's the sacrifice you yeah. know and the Lord will provide, but uh the contrast with what Christ makes clearly known to us, especially in the Gospel of John, is he knows he's a sacrifice
2: Yep, yep.
0: um well the the next part uh twenty through twenty four uh, why do we need to know about <laughs> Abraham's uh brother having kids?
1: Well, there's a name in there that rang a bell. -hmm. Rebecca, yeah, and uh, Rebecca of course became the the wife of Isaac, Mm -hmm. and uh, so we're just introduced to that extension of the the extended family that would, where God would make another provision. Exactly. This time, not a sacrifice, but a wife.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so this is kind of a preview for as we're going to see the covenant of grace continue to unfold and that promise seed continue to carry yep. forward. Um, and so Rebecca's in that story. And so it needs to introduce us, where is she going to come from, how she related. And yep. and so, well, uh, last thing we look at, we've talked a lot about Christ, uh, covenantal truths. Last C we'd need to talk about is calling, right? So well, it's great that we can know these things up here and we might even believe them here, but how does it change our lives? What, what impact does it have? Or what would you say?
1: Well, I think the, the the response. I mean, one of the verse, the verse eighteen, that you said you underline uh, this promise of blessing because Abraham obeyed the voice of God, sure. and God wants our obedience. Um, he he wants my obedience, and when we when our children were young, we tried to stress to them that their obedience was not just to us, their parents, but it was to God, mm. and there may be things that I'm reluctant to do or uncomfortable with doing, and yet if it is the Word of God, if it's the direction of the Word of God, I need to say, no, I can trust God and do that even if it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and that, to me, that quick obedience, in quick obedience, believing God's promises, mm. to me is a real clear application.
0: Okay. So quick obedience uh believing god's promises yeah, I like that i i I'm, I'm gonna press this especially uh on verse eighteen uh in as you point out, in your seed, all nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice uh one of the things we pray for every single week is for more missionaries mm. um, I don't know who might be listening to this, but maybe the Lord has pressed it on your heart and you've been sensing this desire to go do missions work, the Lord has promised this to Abraham, and it's coming to fruition in Christ that the gospel gospel is going out to the nations. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's only by people actually obeying that calling, going and forsaking mother and father, children and even family and friends and going and taking it to unknown people. And so, um, I don't know, maybe one of you is watching today and you have sensed that, um, Prayerfully go in obedience, mm. believing in his promises. Mm. Yep. Well, do you mind praying for us no, to I'd close to.
1: Our Father in heaven, what a great reminder in this text of the sacrifice of your beloved Son, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He became sin for us, and we became in him the righteousness of God. Lord, because of that, cause us to obey your voice cause us to go willingly and proclaim the gospel. Even today, as we go about our daily, probably routine for many of us, activities, give us opportunity to speak a word of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you bless particularly the work of this congregation as they seek to uh, speak the gospel to friends and neighbors in this area. For Pastor Brian, as he preaches the gospel day by day in this devotions and week by week in the pulpit, And Lord, would you be pleased to continue the extension of the kingdom of God on earth? Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come on earth, (laughs) your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so might this be a prompt to us to continue the work of extending the kingdom of God through the proclamation of the gospel. And we ask for your help and remind us of your promises that we can trust, for they are certain and sure in our Lord Jesus, in whom we pray. Amen.
0: Well, may you cling to the promises of God. May you rest in his peace. And may the Lord be your joy every day. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Amen. Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon RP Church in rural Southeast Iowa.